0: So here we go. You better buckle up on a cup. And a whole <laughs> new attitude to your afternoon. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. You know,
1: two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome.
0: Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. Who
1: the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a
2: great show.
1: Come on, let's go. You watching the game? No, come on. You're not watching the World Cup semifinals? finals no, really? France and who, Morocco? France and Morocco, one nothing. Hey, France at the half. Give me some credit. I knew who was playing. I,
2: I do give you credit for that. Well done, sir. Yeah, well done, sir.
1: <laughs> so I get to work today, and I go into the boss's office. The only reason I knew who was playing in the World Cup is, is because he's got it on his computer.
2: Of course he does. Like He's I a huge care. soccer fan. France, the defending World Cup champs, leading Morocco <laughs> 1 0 at the half. The winner plays Argentina, I believe, on oh, Sunday.
1: Oh, man. Think about that. The defending world champions are from France.
2: Yeah, in soccer. Of course they are, man. You go back to back in the See, World Cup, you're doing something, man. Let me
1: tell you something. When France is a world champion of anything, I don't want to be Stop. involved in that sport.
2: I <laughs> do s- France like that. Shame I know. I like you. them
1: for wine. <laughs> what else? Have you I ever mean, come to on. France? No, I like them because they make good cheese. What am I going to do? Oh, they're a great soccer power. Who cares? They are.
2: They're, if you're the World Cup champs, that means you're the best in the oh, world, not the best baloney. in the United States. See if they the can the best in the world. See if they
1: can beat us in baseball or real football or <laughs> basketball. Hey, they do have. Don't they have the top recruit in basketball? Oh yeah, Wembayama. <laughs> Right? Let them win something with him before I start jumping on the France bandwagon. You know
2: what they're most famous for in basketball? What? Vince Carter Pickin'? jumped over a seven foot two guy from oh. France in the Olympics and oh, dunked okay. on him. I forget that guy's name. He jumped right over him and dunked on him.
1: It's the pick and croissant, not roll. Get it?
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, I get it, yeah. Frederick Weiss was his name. Frederick Weiss and Vince Carter, and this is not like one of those things where guys duck down or something. He literally jumped over him so in isn't the it Olympics like when Kobe on him.
1: Not like when Kobe jumped over that car?
2: Yeah, no, huh? No, that was uh, that was Blake Griffin. That
1: was Kobe. Kobe Blake jumped Griffin. over the car. Kobe jumped over the car that was speeding right at him. Okay? So it was it was a big story about Kobe jumping over the car. Is it real? Is it right. not real? Just like we saw last week, Steph Curry making the full court shots, right? Real, yeah. not real? We don't think it's real. So they do their own picture, Jack, on inside the NBA, and they set it up to where they're going to do the same, or at least he thought it was going to be the same, Kenny the Jet, right? Yeah. But instead of jumping over the car, they just have the car drill him. It is hysterical.
2: <laughs> I've never seen that. Oh. I don't know why. Yeah, it's good. They they do great stuff like that. They really do. So hey, we'll keep you posted throughout the show for oh, those boy. of you who do care uh, between France and Morocco, France. like our boss. <laughs> we come
1: from France. Yeah, what do they eat? Beer? What is it? Beer Meltdown. and potato chips <laughs> and soccer. Woo! And
2: soccer. There We're you go. We're chi-
1: defending. You know what though? What? In all honesty, if yeah. France had a real football team, would they be better than the Browns? <laughs> <laughs> they'd be better than the Texans. <laughs> Can't
2: be any worse about than the, the Texans. Texans are right Don't now. forget
1: about the Texans. They almost what? beat the Cowboys. Would they be better than the Cleveland Browns?
2: Uh, they they would give them a game, that's for sure. sure. It, How about hey, this? If it came down to a field goal, they'd have a soccer player on the team who'd kick the winning field goal. Breaking I
1: know that. news, if France what? was to hire a new football coach, would they look at Kevin Stefanski if he was available?
2: <laughs> <France>. <laughs> it's funny you, you bring that up. And I just saw this before we came on the air. Uh, BetOnline.ag listed the one, two, three, Uh four, five, top six coaches to be fired. Okay. Go ahead. Here we go. Who do you think is number one? Who do you think has the the best odds of getting fired, according to BetOnline.ag? I'm going to
1: go with you. I'm going to tell you who I think it is. Who? Mike McCarthy.
2: Mike McCarthy's not in the top six.
1: Because if Dallas doesn't make it, he's on the hot seat. Right now I know but guy, I'm telling you Brian if Dallas doesn't make a long run into the playoffs he's on the hot seat.
2: Uh, if they get blown out or bounced in the first round you're yep. correct. Uh, they, he will be on the hot seat but right now the leader to be fired um, before anybody else is Nathaniel Hackett from Denver. Ooh. 4 to 5 odds so less than 1 to 1 odds. So that tells you he's his he can't sit down on his seat that's how hot. Do it you
1: is. remember how their season started? I I don't know if it was the first game or the second game, but they were uh, challenging to win the game and or maybe go into overtime. I forget exactly what it was. They had the ball at about midfield, and there was like about two minutes to go, maybe just under, and you've got Russell Wilson. And they didn't go for like a first down on third. I think they like tried to kick like a 60-yard field goal to either win the game or send it into overtime, something like that. He didn't do either one. They end up losing the game, and it's spiraled ever since. Now, the problem is this. Maybe he was onto to something because maybe he knew that Russell Wilson wasn't going to perform like the Russell Wilson of old. I don't know. I mean, Russell Wilson, to this point, has well, been a bust. Who do you blame, the quarterback or the coach?
2: Uh, I blame neither. I blame the general manager who traded for him. How about that? Maybe that's where the blame don't blame the coach who's playing him blame the guy who traded for him drafted him or signed him as a free agent depending on how the guy came there so
1: i mean the whole season's been downhill ever since then but who else is on that list
2: all right so nathaniel hackett four to five odds uh cliff kingsbury in arizona is second 2.3 to 1 odds so Mm -hmm. he's gone Um, josh mcdaniels is third Mm -hmm. at eight to one odds to get fired after one season in vegas Lovey Smith in Houston, eight and a half to one odds. Dennis Allen, who is he coaching? I have no idea. Dennis, who does the, Allen? Yeah, who does Dennis Allen? coach? I'll take a I have guess. No clue.
1: I'll say the Atlanta Falcons. Okay,
2: whoever he coaches, I don't know. he's fifth at twelve to one, and then in the sixth spot at sixteen to one odds, getting fired, Kevin Stefanski. So five coaches are ahead of Stefanski in the odds to get fired. Uh, Stefanski in at 16-1 to odds to get canned at the end of the season. Dennis
1: Allen is with the uh, New Orleans Saints. And the reason he's on that list is a couple of reasons why. One, they don't have a quarterback. Two, there's talk about maybe Sean Payton coming back and coaching at the New Orleans Saints. Now, I don't think he'll go back there. Uh, There's talk that he might end up with the Chargers. There's talk that he may end up who knows where. If Mike McCarthy is running Dallas, he might end up on the sidelines there. It'll be really interesting. But apparently, even though he's got a network gig, a nice, cushy network job, right? that dude belongs on a sideline, doesn't he?
2: Uh, Sean Payton, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. So let me ask you this, then, since you brought it up. Let's say the Dallas job is available. Mm-hmm. Let's say the Browns job is available. Right. And let's say the Chargers job is available. Mm-hmm. If you're Sean Payton, do you want Deshaun Watson? Do you want Dak Prescott? Or do you want um Herbert as your quarterback? Now well, when you
1: look at all the teams and you look at, you know, how how well they're playing, and a lot of yep. people expect the Browns to be really good next year. That's right. a pretty hefty expectation though, isn't it? From what we've seen over the last two, three years The one thing you never you know is you never know what you got. It's like a box of chocolates there for us. But I digress. If I wanted to take one of those jobs, I think that I might take the Chargers, and the only reason is because the owner Jerry Jones seems to be too meddling. If you're in Dallas now, I can't speak to the Chargers owner. Maybe he's the same way, but I think I'd rather be in L.A. than Dallas.
2: If you're looking at it from let's say uh, four different sides the city do you want to play in cold weather and be involved in cold weather no uh do you want a meddling owner like you just said jerry jones no los angeles the division though that you're in you're in with patrick mahomes for how many years do you want to be in the same division as patrick mahomes
1: nfc east arguably the best division in all of football
2: right so but then if weather doesn't bother you you look at the AFC North and you know well you got Joe Burrow, maybe Lamar Jackson, Steelers still don't know who their future quarterback is. Mm-hmm. So all three uh, you know it's going to be a tough division. So yeah. you 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 know they're all equal. So then you got to factor in the rest of your roster mm-hmm. and all of that. So I do believe Sean Payton will be on the sidelines somewhere, somewhere next year. Somewhere. I just don't know where.
1: I've got an idea. I don't know the eligibility of this guy, but I'm thinking and nobody's brought this name up. And a team that loves to give second chances is the Cleveland Browns, correct? Yes. You start thinking about Kareem Hunt. You start thinking about Deshaun Watson. You think about what was the receiver's name? They brought him back how many times? Josh, Josh Gordon. Gordon. Yeah. What about this name? And I don't know whether or not he's eligible through the NFL. John Gruden.
2: Ooh. Well, yeah, Will he get another chance. Interesting, right? If he's available,
1: wouldn't you want John Gruden?
2: I, not in Cleveland because here's why. You just got done with a full season of controversy. Do you want another season well, of that's controversy? That's my point. They don't care. Guy back?
1: No, yes. Yeah, well. Yes, that's why you want him because nobody right. deals with it better than he does. And he maintains his innocence. Now, I know he's going to try to sue the league, so maybe he's not eligible. But if he were, yeah. would you take a flyer on John Gruden? Because I sure would.
2: I, I'd, I'd talk to him and say, why the hell did it go so wrong? In Oakland slash Las Vegas, it didn't go wrong.
1: He like, got well, he run because no, he's part of that Daniel Snyder deal. I, they I found know that's those why emails. Got fired. Yeah, yeah the, I know. But sent still. twenty years ago or whatever, he had that team yeah. trending in the right direction. They started mm. to lose after he got run. Uh, they had an interim I, coach for the remainder of the season. Turned yeah. around and hired Josh McDaniels. That but team he was begged. good.
2: He begged for Mike Mayock to be his GM and that was a terrible move. He grabbed somebody from TV to be his general manager.
1: They were playing well. Okay. They're playing well. I,
2: I just I I I'm going to throw another name out there. He stepped down as the head coach at Stanford. David Shaw. Remember that name when this offseason rolls around, David Shaw. I will be shocked yeah. if the former Stanford coach doesn't get opportunities to interview for some of these head coaching jobs. I think he some knows are fine. He's got an opportunity to be a head coach this year, and that's why he stepped down at Stanford.
1: Some are fine. Some jobs are fine. The next coach, if they're really considering a new coach of the Browns, cannot be a guy that has not had head coaching experience in the National Football League. You need to rebuild this culture. You need discipline. You need motivation. And I don't believe what they've got now possesses any one of those three traits. mmm. Okay, And you know why? Because he's never been there before. He's a career offensive coordinator or offensive coach. He was with Minnesota for, what, 12, 13 years? Give me somebody that can light a fire under these guys. Get these guys motivated to play maybe a little bit. Dan Campbell, for crying. I mean, this dude at the Detroit Lions, maybe because he's a former player, got underneath these kids' skin, Got these guys ready to play ball. They're balling in Detroit. I don't care what anybody says. They are no longer a laughing stock. Can they continue? We'll see. But we do know this. They've got a heck of a lot of draft picks coming because of that deal they made in the Matthew Stafford deal. So that team could only, you know, you would think, trend upward. Can they win their division? Maybe not this year, but in the next couple of years they will. Why? Why? Aaron Rodgers is 92 years old. Green Bay Packers going in the wrong direction. Chicago Bears, who knows what the hell they're going to do? And the Minnesota Vikings, none of us believe in. Maybe because it's Kirk Cousins. I don't know.
2: Right now your Detroit Lions at 6 and 7 are a game out of the final wild card spot. Mm-hmm. The final wild card spot in the NFC because there's 7 teams, right? So it's 1 2 3 4 5 6 seven. Seattle right now at 7 and 6. Holds the final wild card spot. The Lions and the Buccaneers at Mm 6-7 and are tied one game back of the Seattle Seahawks. And
1: I would imagine they're the most dangerous team in the NFC right now. If you ask any of the teams that are headed towards the playoffs, the one team they don't want to face is going to be either the Dallas Cowboys, because they're not going to win their division, or the Detroit Lions.
2: Yeah. Let's see. I don't know. Can San Fran withstand the injuries to their quarterbacks? But they're San saying Fran, Garoppolo might be back, you know, but we don't know. San
1: Fran wins their division, though. That's the difference.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? The Packers are going to stink. Like you said, the Bears, gosh, I, they're not even, i got to scroll even further down to find their record. Chicago's the worst team in the NFC at 3-10. and 10. Right now, the Chicago Bears would have the second or third overall pick in the draft. Do you think Justin Fields is their quarterback of the future?
1: Yes. He was one of the hottest players until he got hurt uh, up until like like two, two or three weeks ago. Okay. I think All they're right. figuring things out. you got to remember, they had like a fire sale, dude. They got rid of a yeah. lot of players on their defense as well as the offense, and I don't think they have enough players. And you're going to okay. have to surround that guy with a lot more players. And one of the reasons he was the hottest player in the NFL is because he was running so much. And I don't think you want Justin Fields to run that much.
2: Whenever I felt pressure, I was running. Running, Forrest. That's what he did. He was running. He I think, to. Is he over 1,000 yards for, for uh, the season? I don't know. I, I believe he, if he is not over 1,000 yards, he's damn close to being their leading rusher at like 950 yards. Let's see here. Uh, let's running. See. Thank you, Forrest. Uh, 905 yards through 12 games. Uh, so he's averaging 75 yards on the ground a game and 160 yards in the air a game. Mm. Now 13 TDs, 10 interceptions, and 40 sacks. Eh, it speaks to not having a good line, obviously, and questionable, uh, you know, help as far as uh, running backs. And when your best receiver is a guy by the name of Darnell Mooney, who I have no idea who that is, um, you've got issues. So, but yeah, we'll see. But uh, right now, Stefanski. Run the ball, Stefanski. Right now, he's sixth on the uh, to be fired list at sixteen to one odds, and uh, we'll see what he can do against the Baltimore Ravens. A big divisional game uh, this weekend at four thirty-five. Right here on WH. Saturday. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Yes, Saturday. My bet. If Saturday.
1: you had tickets, would you go to that game? Hell no, no chance. <laughs>
2: you kidding me? They stink. Um, it's outside. It's probably going to be cold, wet, uh, rainy, snowy, whatever, wind coming off of Lake Erie. it. you could give me sideline passes what? and I'd pass on it. Yeah.
1: Somebody, and I won't mention any names, offered me tickets to Saturday's game. Okay. I turned them down.
2: Yeah, he said, no, thank you. I don't blame you. But let me ask what? you this. Did you know before you <laughs> turned those tickets down that the Cleveland Browns will be wearing white face masks this weekend did you see that that? that. does
1: that change your mind no i have a problem with the helmet too by the way (laughs) i'm glad you brought this up because you know me i love my uniforms you do why do the browns helmet what do they have that what do they call that that matte finish where it's not Mm. shiny yeah can't we get a nice shiny helmet for crying out loud i mean seriously yes
2: how about if we get touchdowns
1: on no, on, on no. offense? No, we have, because we already know we're not going to get that. We know we don't play well. Can we at least look good? Give me back the—they went to the old uniforms. Go right. entirely all the way back. Forget about the white face mask. That's you know who had that. That's when Chip oh. Banks played. Oh, give wow. me the okay. gray face mask. Let's go. You don't like the,
0: you don't like the Jets uniforms, but do you like their shiny helmets? They're like mirror finish.
1: No, you don't, here's a problem. Oh. I like the fact that it's a shiny helmet. But when you're talking New York Jets, there's only one uniform, Brian. That's the Joe mm-hmm. Willie Namath uniform yeah. right over there on the side of the Civic Center. Don't you tell me nope. about the New York football Jets.
2: Nope. Oh, he's right. That's Greatest uniform ever, uniform ever
1: invented that Whoa. wasn't the San Diego Chargers, right?
2: Uh, thank you. Well, well, well <laughs> put. I was waiting. I was going <laughs> to jump down your throat if you didn't mention the gold right. Charges go. Yes. That's right. From back when Lance Allworth, Bambi, oh, was running man. free in secondary. right? me. Yeah, Lance Allworth, John Hadle wearing number twenty one oh. at quarterback, throwing that pigskin all over the field to those white with the uh, uh, the bright yellow numerals right. and the the lightning bolt, and then that baby blue outline. Oh,
1: best Did, uh, uniform. Johnny ever. Unitas finish up with the Col- with the Chargers. Uh,
2: I don't know, not sure. I have an autographed football by Johnny Unitas. How about that? Really? You never
0: liked the the old blue, the darker blue San Diego uniforms? Then. No. Okay, I remember. I don't know why I remember this. I remember because the Chargers used to be on all the time in the early 80s when they were good. I remember Charlie, Joyner, Charlie Joyner wore a helmet that was more than just mad. It had scratches in it, mm. and it was, it was scuffed. And I think he was the same helmet he must have wore for 10 years. You know what? The I reason know I know I they had that. the
1: blue uniforms, because when they went to the Super Bowl and got drilled by the 49ers, yeah. I was in Vegas right before the Super Bowl, and I was looking because somebody had – A Chargers powder blue jersey. And I wanted to get one to wear at the Super Bowl party because I wasn't going to be a front runner. Everybody's, you know, everybody, oh, Steve Young, let him get the monkey. What did he say? Let me get the monkey off my shoulder or whatever it was. Yep. Somebody get this off my back. I was rooting for the Chargers. Go, Chargers, go. And I wanted to find a powder blue jersey. I couldn't find one. They went to the Super Bowl. I found a hat, and it was navy blue.
2: I was devastated that year because I was all set to go to the Super Bowl that year because the Steelers played the Chargers in the AFC Championship game, and the Chargers upset the Steelers. It was my birthday weekend. It was 1995 when the Super Bowl was going to be played, so I was going to see my first-ever Super Bowl in person Mm -hmm. between the Niners and the Steelers, and they blew it when Neil O'Donnell threw incomplete to Barry Bananas Foster in the end zone, and
1: your Chargers went to the Super Bowl. Let's go a little trivia here. Johnny Unitas. Yeah. It's 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 kind of like Len Dawson. I don't know if he played there, yep. but in his Wikipedia page it says yep. Pittsburgh Steelers 1955, Baltimore Colts 56 to 72, finished up one season with the San Diego Chargers, 1973. If you could find a picture of Johnny Ooh. Unitas in the powder blues, I'm putting in my man cave right now. He would probably have that flat top Oh, right? are you Crew kidding cut, me? flat top Just high like trucker Black shoes. He looked just like <laughs> Trucker Lynn
2: Smith, a little potbelly <laughs> You think he ate peanut butter and jelly sandwiches You're before every me? game, Johnny he had Unitas? He those
1: black high-top spikes? Of course he did. <laughs>
0: the trucker.
1: Yeah, but the number, difference... Trucker Smith, number 19 for the San Diego Chargers.
0: The
2: difference is Johnny Unitas was a man. He left the crust on his peanut man, butter man, and it, jelly sandwiches. I'm trying to say,
1: Trucker's not a man.
2: Hey, when you cut your crust off your peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, I got
1: questions. Man, that's you. nice. Brian found a picture. Oh yeah. Oh, that's sweet.
2: Uh in, in a oh, Chargers man, uniform? Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Really. Kind of like when Joe Willie Namath went to the 49ers, isn't it?
2: Uh, wow. Or or O.J. Didn't O.J. end up with the 49ers? Yeah, he ended I think up so. in jail too, but yeah. I mean when he was with the 49ers? Yeah. Yeah. Still though, the greatest photo ever. I'm sorry. Who? Len Dawson, Oh, with smoking the cigarette? a heater, nice. drinking a Fresca or whatever <laughs> in the <laughs> locker room. Fresca. <laughs> Len Dawson, God rest his Lenny,
0: soul. Lenny, yeah. you know what Johnny Unitas's quarterback rating was that year with San Diego? He played four games. Forty. Uh,
1: Who does he think he okay. is? Deshaun Watson. Forty-four
0: percent completion percentage. Three touchdowns, seven interceptions in four games. For Forty million. million. That going out with a bang. Yeah. How much did he get yeah.
1: paid that year? Oh,
0: I don't. A yeah. uh, hundred
1: bucks. Seventy-five dollars.
0: <laughs> oh. Hey, Johnny, you. Bucks a game. You got
1: one more. You got anything left yeah. in the tank? Don't you remember the NFL film? where they brought him in at the end of that one Super Bowl. John Facenda the went to the grisly old veteran, and he tried to rally the troops. He couldn't get it done. And then the yeah. music goes from this to the real slow one. The, Earl, the, yeah.
2: Earl Morrill, I think, got hurt, and they brought well, he, Johnny Unitas back he in. He had a flat top, too, didn't he? He did. You know what? He like was number 15. Why I remember Earl not, Morrill was number 15, I have no idea. But I've, he was 15, and Unitas was 19.
1: Got a mirror in my basement. It's yeah. from Seagram's. It's got to be from, geez, if if Johnny Unitas finished in 1973, this yeah. thing's got to be from maybe 1970. And all I know is this. Three the of the difference? four quarterbacks on this bar. My uncle had a bar on Court Avenue. Okay. It's Seagram Seven. They had a quarterback challenge. And three of the four quarterbacks I can name, I forget who the last one is. But it's Jim Plunkett, okay. Earl Morrill, <laughs> Johnny Unitas, and someone else I can't remember who the fourth one oh, I know who the fourth one is. Oh. Ken Anderson from the Bengals. Oh, really? So what year could that be? Oh gosh,
0: what was it? Kenny's uh, first year in the league? And Out of he won uh, uh, the MVP three. in '81. He took the Bengals of the Super Bowl in '81. Ken Anderson did. So yeah, I had to play into the seven. They're know, all wearing blue
1: 70s. jerseys. Seagrams must have had some kind of a challenge, like you know, Battle of the Network Stars or something like that. Four right. quarterbacks and a Seagram Sevens shot. Maybe they're drinking shots like Johnny Fever. 71 through 86
2: is when he played for the Bengals. How's that for a Mount Rushmore? 71,
1: 86?
2: Yeah, 71. He's their all time. I did this oh. trivia question not too long. Uh, well, this past week when the Browns played the Bengals. He's their all time leading passer as far as yardage goes. So this
1: has to date this mirror circa nineteen seventy seventy-one. How
2: about this? Did you know that Ken Anderson was a Super Bowl champion? With who? As an assistant coach. With who? In Super Bowl forty-three.
1: Let me guess. San Francisco? Nope. You know why I say San Francisco? Because wasn't one of the assistant coaches, one of the guys that took the 49ers to a Super Bowl? When, When they were with the Bengals?
2: Mike Holmgren. Wait. I'm trying to think here. Say that again.
1: When he was with the Bengals, yeah. weren't one of the assistants of one of the assistants from Cincinnati Set, ends up being a head yeah. coach at the forty nine? What happened, uh, this is the way it went. Sam Weiss was an
2: assistant under Bill okay. Walsh. Sam Weiss took okay. over the Bengals and then played That's against it. Bill Walsh That's in the it. Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. Ken Anderson was the quarterback's coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Get out of here. Super Bowl forty three. I never knew yeah. that. Yeah, neither did I till right now. Had no idea. I'm looking wow. at him with uh, a Steelers cap on and then I re- read his Wikipedia page. So there you go. Ken Anderson. I We're want all the Bengals to
1: go back to their old helmets when Ken Anderson played. Forget about those tiger stripes. Let's oh, put yeah. Bengals on the helmet
2: love that absolutely looks pretty sweet man old school that's what that's we want right. we want that and then the white face mask like the browns oh, are doing this ooh. weekend oh that should make them play better and scare the hell out of the hey, ravens forget about of the course. face
1: mask let's bring back chip banks maybe the defense will be better
2: <laughs>
1: coming up at the bottom of the hour we haven't done it in a while i got
2: a ton of screenshots that i've been saving up on my phone to share with you we'll get to that and hey Jim Donovan at 4 o'clock to talk Browns, and more Grand Funk Railroad tickets to give away today. Don't forget, stay tuned to find out how you can win those suckers.
1: It's Kenny and JT on WHVC.